understated presents LA Underground with Lucan. Girl, I'll house you. Say what? LA Underground. Now give me something to dance to. Dance to. Understated LA. This is only the beginning. Clever the way everything blends together. And my sound's laid down by the underground. LA Underground. About Wuka. Wuka. You're listening to the Understated Recordings Podcast, L.A. Underground. Hello and welcome to the 23rd edition of Understated Presents, L.A. Underground, with me, Rukin. Boy, we're still recovering from the understated third birthday party that was downtown in LA on Friday night. And what a night it was. Three packed rooms full of incredible DJs, um, a guest appearance from Miha, and uh, so many other great DJs in the understated family. And it was just such a vibe. And thanks for coming down if you were there. Uh, This week, we have a great guest on the show. It's Manolo. He's a friend of the label, a friend of me, and uh, really one of the hot producers coming up through the scene right now. And it's a really great interview with him. So I look forward to sharing that with you. At the beginning of the show, we always premiere some tracks that are up and coming on Understated. And first up this week is the DJ and producer that followed on from me at the Understated third birthday. It's 28mm. And this track appeared on the compilation, All of Us, Volume 2, which came out just last week. You can pick that up everywhere. This track is called Transatlantic. Thank you. 
background is a track that I'm really excited about. It's from the next EP on Understated. This is actually the second track on the EP from a good friend of mine and someone who is just going up and up and up in the scene here. Uh, it's So Me and this track is called In Love.
so happy for Somi. Uh, I know she's been working really hard in the studio and uh, it's definitely paying off, as you can tell. So coming up now is the interview with our special guest this week. Uh, and I'm excited for you to hear my interview with Manolo. So I'm really excited today to be sitting down with one of LA's hottest producers, uh, rising up through the ranks at an impressive rate. Uh, he's, he's a friend of understated recordings, having released uh, several times. He has a new track coming out on the compilation, um, which has just dropped. And uh, elsewhere, he has released on the likes of Insomniac Records uh, in rotation. He's also uh, released on Bot's label, Main Course, and even more impressively, most recently on Box of Cats. Uh, Manolo is an incredible DJ, having played at some really brilliant parties over the course of 2019 alone, where he played EDC Las Vegas, he played the understated parties, he's played at Sound Nightclub, which I was there for on the Househeads anniversary, what a night that was, and uh, a whole host of other parties, including Cafe Mambo and Ibiza Party, uh, he's played the Boom Boom Room, he's played EOS Lounge in Santa Barbara, I mean, the list goes on, and we know that we, we are just at the beginning of the wave with Manolo. Welcome to the studio. How are you? Great, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. It's such a pleasure. And I'm, I know you're a friend of Understated and uh, it was very easy to book you in that respect. But I do feel like we're on the uh, beginning of a pretty meteoric rise with you. Um, I personally, I got the compilation early. Um, uh, when this interview uh, comes out, it'll already be available. But I have to say, like, the the, the, the track that we're going to preview um, during this interview just get, it gave me goosebumps. It is such a brilliant piece of music. Um, and I think, you know, like, you can you can tell that you're really flying right now in the studio. Would you agree with that? Yeah, you know, it's just been a, a ton of hard work. And uh, it just feels good to finally have some of my work out in the world. And, and uh, just catching up with, you know, about four years of, keeping my head down so all these all these releases all this music has just been a result of that you know just working hard and trying to find myself and my sound in the meantime so do you feel uh that working in the military and as a contractor too that that has influenced your discipline in the in the studio and your ability to just keep cranking uh, yeah i mean it's definitely you know, right now I, I don't have a day job, so my entire day is, is focused to music. And I would just, I just feel guilty if I'm not doing anything else other than that. You know, I, I'm in a, in a very privileged uh, space right now that I have m my full day dedicated to it. So I just, I, 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 it's hard for me to slack off. You know, it's it's hard for me to. I very rarely watch. TV and, and when I do I just beat myself for it so myself up for it so I just uh, I don't give myself another choice you know it's uh, sometimes when I wake up even before I have a drink of water my laptop is already open to a session so I'm just I'm just in it all day long I'll, I'll go to the club and I'll hear something that inspires me and I go home and I'm working on something at, you know right after the club so it's just my whole day is dedicated to trying to make this happen, you know. I love that. And I think I think that's the kind of dedication that really gets it over the finish line, doesn't it? 
And um, and so were you always a musician or is it something that came later to you? Um, how did you get going on it? So I, I got into music as a DJ uh, and I've been DJ for a long time. Even when I was contracting, I still would, you know, like we would have parties on a military base and I would be somehow involved with those parties. I'll maybe DJ one or two if I got a shot, I got a chance to. And um, what, was so I was DJ what, was the, what was the music style when you were playing parties at the base? Then, well, originally I got into it as a open format DJ and then more specifically 90s hip hop. I used to do like an XM or a, a DJ mix for XM radio. Um, and that's when I was in Kuwait, I would have to send my mixes in and they would play them out. So it was really, really cool um, to have that opportunity. And at that time, it was mainly around 90s hip hop. And then um, I got into house a little bit after that. Was your first release on Understated? Yeah, my first release was a, a two-track EP called... Uh, the first one was just uh, self-titled, just Manolo had two tracks, one named Rhonda. And let me tell you, right? Yeah. So how yeah, did you was... come to know Understated? Was it a case of like sending your music out to a bunch of people or did you, or had you already no. made that connection? No, so I had met uh, Andrew Conde. I met him uh, at a workshop, a music workshop. He was a student at IO Academy and I just came in come in for one of their free workshops and we just met met there and uh you know he, we followed each other on social media and uh, one thing that i do pretty uh i guess i do it all the time a practice of mine is when i have a song that i'm working on or or whatever i'll share the progress of the song but instead of just having a video of you know, me playing it back off my, you know, monitors, or I would edit video. I would make some sort of video that fits the vibe of the song, and then I would just put it out. Whatever I worked on that day, I would just make a video and put it out. And uh, Andrew listened to Let Me Tell You, and he was like, hey, man, I love this song. He DM'd me. I was like, I love this. We'd like to have it for uh, Understated. If you're okay with it, I'm like, hey, it's yours, you know? Uh, that was the very first song that I signed for Manolo ever, you know, and that was really early on. Um, I think it was in 2017, late 2017, or I'm sorry, 2018. And then Rhonda happened not too far after that. I was working on a song that, well, first of all, uh, I'll go to the name of the song. Rhonda is, is named after a really big inspiration of mine. It's a party that happens pretty frequently in LA. And the, the music and the vibe and the, everything they've built uh, has been a big inspiration of mine. It's, it's a beautiful space. Uh, uh, the people are amazing and the music is perfect. So I go there to charge up my love for house music. And one night, you know, I, left the club really inspired went and i made what what is ronda you know and i named it after it after ronda and i shared it with andrew and like hey this is perfect we'll, we'll you know we'll, we'll take this as well so i you know that was the ep i signed the ep with them uh in that fashion well since we're talking about understated how poppin was the third birthday man <laughs> It was good times, man. It's familiar faces. It's it's a it's a great community they built. 
And uh, it's been a while since they had uh, a party like this where everyone just came out. The, the building was amazing. It was all friends and family. So it was just a cool vibe. And I'm just, uh, I'm just proud to be a part of it. Yeah, I've got to say, you've got some moves, bro. <laughs> it's it's built in me, man. The rhythm is there. I, I can't help it. So I know you've been working a lot with Bot recently, who was a, 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 also a friend of ours and a guest. So Bot and I met um, through a mutual friend, Mar, Ashana Mar. He, uh, him, Mar, and Neil Tarek own main course. And at the time, when I first moved to L.A., I wasn't far along enough uh in my production skills to kind of like share my music with people. So I, I always try to create value for relationships. So I, at the time I owned a production company, I had a friend of mine who was a videographer and I had all the contacts. So we went ahead uh, and we just started a production company and I would edit the video. My friend would shoot it and we main course was our first client. So we shot there. Uh, it was a, a recap video for their one year anniversary at sound believe it or not so we shot that video and that's how i met bot and then after that i mean it's we never worked on music uh we would just talk about music for like three or four years of first three years of us knowing each other and then randomly uh, you know I, I i really appreciate how he you know approaches his bass lines for his songs and i was like hey you know i have this song that I'm having trouble with on the baseline. Maybe you can help me. And um, yeah, he helped me with the song. And I think he was feeling it. He's like, hey, you, you might you want to make this a collab? And I'm like, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would never say no. You know, he's a huge inspiration to me. And and uh, his his history and his career in, in the business is uh, it's a big part of... of of me growing up, you know, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, you know, everyone knows he's responsible for the Day and Night remix, and that was really big uh, for our hometown. And everywhere you went, you would hear that song. And and uh, just as I was getting into DJing, that was that was it, you know. So to be able to work with him, just, you know, me ten years ago would be freaking out right now with the stuff that we have in the work. So it's a uh, it's just cool to see things, you know, come around and it's cool to have someone like that as a friend. And you're working on quite an interesting larger project right now. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, we're working on some stuff together. Uh, we have quite a few songs. Um, yeah, and we're just, we're just, we're keeping things uh, like hush hush for now. But yeah, we have some stuff together coming out next, well, this year, yeah. I've been saying next year for the last six months, but now we're in 2020, so. We're here, man. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. That's that's awesome. So what was that first track that you talked to him? What did it become? Uh, so the first one was, it was a release for Insomniac. Was- uh, Brothers and Sisters? Bring, Bring Me Back. Bring Me Back was the very first song that we worked on together. That's cool. So why why house music? What's the feeling it gives you? Why is it exciting? So, so I can actually remember the night that I fell in love with house music. It was, uh, my friend was a promoter in Cleveland, Ohio, and he put this party together where Paul Oakenfold was the headliner. And I still have the flyer in my phone. 
uh, it was just one of those really important nights, you know, and I danced all night. You know, I, my brother and I, there's a bit of an age difference or age gap, but it was, we never really went to the club together, but it was the one time I had invited him out, which is also uh, really special. You know, we went to the club together and had a good time, but it, I just lost myself on the dance floor. You know, I just danced all night. I uh, didn't, didn't have to worry about, you know, who, having a partner to dance with. It was just, I was just feeling the music, you know, and I, I just, it bit me, you know, the very next day I researched, you know, Paul Oakenfold and went back from there and all the music that he's released and, and dove into other artists. And luckily enough, my friend was providing uh, frequent events in the area with, with like just amazing artists, you know, so he, he, him putting those events together, let my love for house music grow in, in a proper way. I mean, we, I was able to see Cascade back when he was doing you know, his Chicago house and and uh, in a maybe 200 per person venue, you know, like a small space. And it's just, it, it, it wrapped his hands around me ever since then. It's never let go. It, I can always revisit that energy anytime I hear uh, a rhythm like that or the four on the floor pattern. It just, just brings something out of me, you know? Yeah, I came up... Um seeing a lot of Paul Oakenfold because he became this big resident at the courtyard at Cream in Liverpool um, mm. in the early 2000s. And I think I saw about 70% of his shows in that club. And it was just a couple of months ago, I actually bumped into him in a club oh, in wow. LA. And I was able to say, you know, you were a massive influence, you know, on my on my whole house music education and my, you know, the, the love for the dance floor and, and all of that. And, he was so he was so sweet and and, and nice about it, uh, and we actually uh, he actually asked for to listen to some of my tracks after that. Oh, nice. we've, had, we've had a bit of a, a communication going, but that was a really special kind of full circle for me, you know. Um, it's always nice when you when your inspiration, you know, are really cool guys and they they open up, you know, conversations. And even then, like when he asked for music, I think that's great, you know. Yeah, I think. Um, uh, the more the more I go on in in, um, in the entertainment industry, you know, you find that the people at the top of their game are most of the time the nicest people. Mm. You know, I think when people get to a certain level, the the kind of elbowing out of the way of people is is all over, and you you're in a you're in a good place. And I think it's a lot easier to be nice to everybody. I think you should be nice all the way up, by the way. But um, uh, I think like nice people, you know, tend to do better. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I try. I try to be like like that. It's hard sometimes because you know the, the competition rubs people the wrong way. But it's uh, it's always best. There's nothing but it's a win-win for everybody when you can just be a nice person and keep things professional. You know. Well, I think that's one of the 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 beautiful things about the LA Underground, isn't it? You know, we we are a very supportive community on the whole, and and. You know, you keep bumping into the same people week in, week out, and on the whole, everyone's really nice. So, um, I think it's a great scene for that. This in this city, particularly. Yeah, and and and, and understated really did a good a job at, at building some of that too. You know, like they built some of a family around around the music, and everyone's super supportive. And, and like I said, I I will always feel although Andrew really doesn't doesn't like to take the credit. I would always feel in debt to him for just like 
believing in the sound a bit and, and, and giving me a platform to put the things out and help me get rolling, you know, because that's all it took for me to finally just say, hey, it's it's time, you know. Yeah, 100%. The, the, the energy and and passion that Andrew has put into Understated and it comes and is, is like, um, you know, it's it's inspiring. And also it comes from, you know, like a lot of experience now working with labels that, that, mm -hmm. that haven't been his own, you know, like he's really, he's really honed his craft, hasn't he? Yeah, definitely. I, I really consider him the go-to guy when I have anything any questions in regards to just the back end of how things work because he's he's in it you know just how i wake up every morning and i'm working on music he's working on on everything on the back end of, of keeping a label going you know not just for his label but you know like working at create music group he's, he's got his hands in a lot you know so he sees a lot and he's he's definitely involved 100 percent. now um you have uh, a track on the the compilation don't you um yeah. and it and it's uh, lost control yeah yeah that's, so tell uh, us tell us a little bit about that track we're going to play it in just a moment um i love this track i think it's really special um tell me how it came about and uh, what the thoughts behind it were so i there's different sides to me when it comes to house music you know like i've always wanted to make aggressive stuff but naturally you know like what lost control is is what comes out of me naturally i mean i could do that stuff all day long and and that song it was an interesting conversation for myself i, I always make I, I would try to make more aggressive stuff but it wouldn't come out naturally and and a song like lost control is something that is just my vibe it's, it's the kind of music that i i resonate with the most but oddly enough is also something that I was also very uh, cautious in putting out because I felt like I was just so different from everything else. Um, and, and it was originally supposed to come out on the last EP with, with uh, Understated. And um, I just decided to, to take it off. And then when Andrew approached me for the compilation, I'm like, yeah, it's time to put this one out, you know, like, I've been I've been holding on to it for a while and for that reason, you know, just cautious and, and I, I was really grateful when you sent me that text because that that feeling has been with me uh for a long time. And when you said, Hey, this song is amazing, I'm like, Oh, okay, it was like a a relief, you know, like okay, I mean I love it. And I was I was hoping, oh maybe it would it wouldn't have the same effect with some certain people, so I really appreciate you reaching out and letting me know that you enjoyed it, you know. Well, it's a really emotional song, isn't it? Yeah. Can you talk about where those lyrics came from? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a sample that I worked around. So it's, it's I wasn't working with a vocalist uh, on that song, but it just, it just, apparently, I mean, my friend told me, like, hey, you're really just amazing at picking out vocals for songs. And I, I just, you know, I just look for something that fits, you know, and, and, you know, when you're, when you're working, you're keeping your head down, you don't realize what you're good at. It's just second nature to you, you know, and that, that, that song came together really fast. Um, the, the, the first thing that came was that, that odd lead, the, the, the sample just sounds like just noise that's barely keeping some kind of melody, but it just fits. It's different. And it sets the tone right away. 
and there's a few percussion uh, parts that just it just lets you know right away like this is different you know and and, uh, and then the vocal just gives you something familiar you know like a, a nice voice to lean into and it fills out the song and it gives it the identity that it needs to to be a, a, a finished project so here it is for you um this is manolo with lost control Thank you. 
bouncing, that bouncing percussion element that is mm -hmm. kind of out of time that builds up to to punctuate things in that track. You know, it's little details like that that I really appreciate. Yeah, uh, I drive people crazy when I do collaborations because I lean into all the things that are not right. I love mistakes. I love imperfections. And uh, yeah, so that song, it was me just enjoying things that are off a little bit and, and leaning into it. So uh, I'm glad that you, you appreciate it. For sure. So let's talk about where you're headed. What's um, what does success look like for you? Um, I I'm constantly asking myself this all the time, you know, and I'm very grateful for where I am right now. I mean, I'm originally not from LA, so even just being here and pursuing this passion is is in in certain aspects a success to me. Um, so it's what allows me to continue to move forward and not beat myself up for not being where I want to be, but I'm, I, I, I am where I am because of my actions. So I'm just trying to make sure that I keep that in mind in the future and, and make sure that I just keep my head down and work harder. You know, I think we talked about this in the club one time and, and everyone's like, you know, while the output has been like pretty unreal but i'm just like no i could have done better I, I there's a lot of things that i can do um to to maximize you know my potential so that for me success is just trying to find that trying to build a better routine to serve me to serve me and um just trying to to do to do better you know i i I fall into these gaps being that my full day is, you know, set aside for music. I do at times get complacent or things get slow and it's it's hard for me to like keep a, a, a output that I'm happy with. The, the, the things that I'm working on with bot help out a little bit because it's not just me by myself uh, in the studio all day cranking. You, you can you can drive yourself crazy if you <laughs> if you work by yourself all the time and you're just in a certain space and you don't step outside. There were times where I wouldn't leave the house for three or four days at all. I wouldn't see the sunlight, you know, I'd just be at home working. So, um, so success for me is finding a better routine or, or making my current routine more efficient and effective and, and creating balance for myself so I can be the best version of myself and I can have a better output. Are you quite hard on yourself? Uh, yeah. My answer immediately is like, not not hard enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess I am. Yeah. I love that. Well, the output is, in my opinion, top draw. So I, I'm I'm only excited for you. I think you've got some some great things coming down the pike. Thank you. Thank you. I mean. Last year, you know, I released things that I I wasn't 100% sure of, things that I I kind of just accepted the way they were and put them out. And now, like, I'm not, I'm being more selective with things that I'm, I'm going to be putting out. And, and I want to make sure everything is the best I can do, you know. So 
uh, for that particular moment. And I know every day I'm getting better. There's new techniques that I'm implementing in, in every session. And um, I'm really happy with how things sound now. But I'm just being even that more critical of myself. And, and I'm definitely still going to put some stuff out, you know, keep the keep the flow going. But I'm just a, a little bit more selective of my stuff. And, you know, you won't get a, a you know, five EPs in five months out of me in a long time. You know, like now, you know, I'm, I'm very, I, I, I learned a lot in the last six months with those releases. And I'm, I'm making sure that I implement those lessons and, and make sure that I give myself a better chance to to break through the noise. That's awesome. I keep saying that's awesome. <laughs> it's hey, really, it's if really it's nice. awesome, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice to hear how focused you are. And I wonder what do you do in if, to get some downtime? What do you do for fun? Hmm. Man, it sounds bad. Right? Just YouTube tutorials. <laughs> Everything revolves around music. I, I, I'm trying to, you know, I'm married, so I'm trying to be there for my wife and and be present for her, which is something that I'm working on. Since my mind is always wandering uh, and thinking about music, uh, we, you know, we have our specific days together where we, you know, we have a date night every Thursday. And, um, no matter what's going on, Thursdays are off limits. So I'm just trying to like create more balance. And I'm also, you know, I'm in a gym now, which I'm excited about trying to, trying to take care of my body now and, and eat right. So that's, that's, I guess the focus for this year. And I have a few books that I have set aside that I want to read. Um, the last good book I read was the third door. I can't remember the name of the author, but it was a really good read. I recommend that one for sure. Um, yeah, so just trying to create balance. I mean, that's what, what my hobby is. It's trying to trying to keep myself happy outside of the music stuff. So when the, I do get to the music, I'm I'm fulfilled, you know, and I'm not like taking advantage of a relationship or you know taking advantage of my body and not treating myself right. You know, just trying to to keep things leveled, which well, is very hard. Well, that sounds like a really great way to be spending your downtime is creating more balance in your life, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the, my relationship is really important to me, so it's making sure that I, I set time aside for that and not abuse it. You know, it's, it's easy to say, you know, no, this is important. I have to work on music, but I have, you know, the relationship is also feeding me and keeping me and, you know, like making me feel normal instead of just this person that's just falling apart in a studio, you know, because it's, it's easy to do to just not go out and, and keep your head down at work. But the balance is what will keep you moving and keep you, you sane and focused, you know. I do for sure. Now, where are we going to see you in the in the coming months? Do you have some gigs in the diary yet? Uh, nothing certain just yet. Uh, there's a there's a lot of talk. Um, I, I'm not too focused on local gigs right now, so I'm trying to build a, a fan base outside. So I have something on the table for Denver, uh, Phoenix, and possibly Seattle, but nothing nothing 100% certain yet. But I just have to follow up. That's, that's another thing too, with the gigs that you named at the beginning of this, of this interview, all those gigs, are, are not a result of me putting the music out. It's just the result of me reaching out 
and 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 trying to you know like create value for them and and basically sell myself to them you know and none of the gigs edc was an exception of course because i signed something with insomniac but all of these gigs are just me reaching out and relationships and people making introductions so it's just that's another thing too it's hard to do but it just follow-up emails and you know all those gigs came up from from like at least five or seven emails at least <laughs> to get something going you know so it's just it's a some, lot of hard work of, some of those emails unanswered probably too right oh most of them i mean they're just following up and, and keeping people like you know locked into their word and, and that's another thing too that i sh- not struggle but i'm trying to find a balance of not being too uh, aggressive but also just 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 finding the the balance of you know tapping enough letting you know hey i'm here i'm interested i'm trying to do this but not you know too much yeah well it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you on the show and thank you for being part of la underground and part of the la underground because you are a, a an integral uh, artist i think on the scene right now and uh, I wishing you uh, every success for 2020, but I don't think you need my luck. I think you're going to take care of that mm-hmm. all, all on your own. So uh, thanks for being a guest. And um, coming up right after this interview is Manolo's guest mix, which I know you're going to really enjoy. And the guest mix that Manolo did is a live recording of his set at the understated third birthday party. So um, it's, it's going to be one of the hotter guest mix, I think, that we've had on the show. So thank you for... Uh, for taking your recording device in there because we wouldn't have had it without it. Of course, man. It's a pleasure, man, to just share the, the, the live set and I hope people enjoy it. So uh, for now, Manolo, uh, thanks for being on the show. See ya. All right, later, man. Have a good one. I can dream for us all. I hope I'm in a better state. When here and now crumbles and falls and you, you, you who make worlds collide, I knew you'd come knocking one day, unannounced like a thief in the night. The Guest Mix.
fool, my nigga. He got this chick up in the floor about to break in this motherfucker. She said crazy. You're listening to the Understated Recordings Podcast. LA Underground. Yeah, what you wanna do that? She know I'm not the pussy out. Fuck. Watch go crazy, say that. Timberlake.
tended to try to define certain means and modes related to the blues.
You're listening to the Understated Recordings Podcast, LA Underground.
so happy we were able to give you a taster of what the party was like last weekend if you couldn't make it. Uh, it was such a great set live uh, and it's so nice to listen to it back again. What a great selection of tracks that was. And uh, that's all we've got time for on this edition of Understated Presents LA Underground. I'm Rukin. We'll be back in two weeks' time. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.